Well, hello folks, and welcome to the must-win Rastapod. <laughs> it's the decisive Rastapod. Decisive Rastapod. Not sure what decision we're talking about, but this is We the Peeps. Uh, it's the American Soccer Podcast in which you, of course, are going to get to know everything that you want and need to know about the U.S. men's national team. I'm Clayton, and I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I manage a web design company called Cantilever. And we just love the Nats, you know? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, is right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 we do. Oh, uh, yeah, we do. We do. Do we? We do. We do? We do. I do. Do you? <laughs> I also do. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to. Someone has to. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Folks, it's Rasta Pod time. You know what it is. You know what it do. This is the time for the Rasta, the pod about the Rasta time. Um, this this roster came drippity drip 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 in. Started with a twenty man MLS, and Greg just held out, held out. Didn't didn't want to tell us. Uh, One of those bad news, good news kind of situations. Yeah, we're we're out here what saying. Do you with? I suppose this isn't bad news, bad news. Uh, but we're gonna get into all of that. Just hold out for one sec while I do some housekeeping. Remember, folks, as per usual, the number one thing that you can do for us um, as a podcast and really truly for yourself and honestly for this team is to tell someone that you know and maybe love, but it can be it can be an enemy as well about this show. Uh, because we need them all. We need every little bit that we can get and your beautiful face and your beautiful personality telling someone about this show is the number one way uh, that it's going to grow. So please do that. Before before we start, I just want to let you know that um, no matter what happens during this episode, you will not be fired. That's fantastic. You're, you're, I'm, I've been, I'm satisfied. When I look at your job performance over the last six to eight months... I'm a pleased Okay, man. good. Because I want to let you know that no matter what happens during this roster, I mean, during this podcast, uh, the only thing that I care about is that you play in it. That's it. I, if you play, we're fine. Thank you. All right. Talking about Sir, I'm, Let's move on from the veiled reference. Talking about Serginho Dest, people. But we'll get there. The last thing real quick before we dive into this roster is, of course, that... You can follow us on Twitter at WTPPod. It's not that big of a deal. It's easy to do. You just clickety-click-click, tappity-tap-tap, and then you've got mainline to us on a daily basis if that's what you want. Uh, So do that. Anything else for him, Ty? That's all. Rate and review, baby. Keep us going. Rate and review. Five stars. Keep us going so we can keep you going to keep us going. (laughs) And somehow this team is also involved. That's it for housekeeping. (laughs) All right, there it is, folks. We are going to read a roster, but there's lots of news as well to talk about. Uh, Since we last joined you, since the, since, since the, uh, the whatever that was versus Canada, uh, we're going to have another whatever this will be versus Canada again. Uh, And this roster is for that, as well as another game against Cuba, which it's hard to, it's hard to uh, it's hard to say much about that. 
but we will try. We will throw all the words out there, um, and we'll go over all the updates that have occurred over the past weeks. But first, we got to line them up for this roster. Ty, you ready? I'm ready. Lay it on me. How many gloves do we have? I'm about to lay it on you. We've got, how, how do you divide two gloves into three? Two-thirds gloves, uh, <laughs> because there's, there is no Zach Steffen. He's, he's too busy Dusseldorfing for Man City in, uh, and <laughs> resting for Dusseldorf for Man City. Uh, yeah, he's, recovering. Well, he, he's, not, he's not injured enough to not play for Dusseldorf. <laughs> he's only injured enough to not play for the Nats. That's going to be a theme for us. But the, yeah. these two-thirds gloves, one for you, Brad Guzan, the polar bear, one for you, Sean Johnson, and one for you, some guy, Matt Turner. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to go, you're probably Found cool. him on the street. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to go into the defensive ranks, uh, folks. Mm. Where should we begin yeah, in the defensive big news, ranks? Big news. Don't don't bury the lead. Serginio Dest is with us. Uh, it's huge. The it Dest is, is yet it, to it, come. The Dest is yet to come. <laughs> he held out for us like a like a SoundCloud rapper, and then he dropped that shit uh, and said he's going to play. Oh, yeah. So he's here. Uh, we've also got the John Brooks. <laughs> the decision. Indecision 2020. And we've got John Brooks, uh, Reggie the soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon. You know him. You love it. It's Daniel Lovitz <laughs> and my other least favorite player of all time, Nick Lima. Uh, the Lima also, Bean! <laughs> the Lima Bean. Soak him. And then we've got uh, Aaron Long and Walker Zimmerman filling out the center bank center back ranks along with Tim Ream. Uh, the Lima Ream. <laughs> and last but not least for defenders, we've got DeAndre Yedlin. Uh, Gentry, shout out. Gentry, shouts to um, Gentry. In the midfield, we've got West Tone, Sebastian Lechet, Alfredo Morales, the brace, the two that cannot lose, uh, or rather cannot be left behind, uh, Christian Roldan and Will Trapp, MLS champion Christian Roldan, fantastic. Jackson Ewell, uh, Paul Ariola, and did I already say West Tone McKenney? You did, but I'll take him twice. That's how he plays. Right, cool. 12th man <laughs> you know out there. It. So notably no Pulisic. Uh, once again, not too injured to play for <laughs> Chelsea, but certainly too injured to play for us in this must-win uh, versus Canada. And then we've got Jordan Morris uh, up front, Tyler Boyd, J- Josh Sargent, and Giassi Sardes. Um Josie Altador, also not too injured to not yeah. play for Toronto FC. Can definitely sub in for Toronto. <laughs> no, that's, that one's unfair. He looked injured AF. But anyway, so he's not here. He did score. Um, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, he, and the game was very much lost. So I don't know what adrenaline yeah. uh, was, was pumping or what it was for or what the point of uh, that was. But uh, he's not here. And here we are. This is the roster. Um, ups and downs, you know, overall highs and lows, mediums and lows here. Ty, what were your first impressions? Well, yeah, it's, it's hard to continue to be disappointed by the exact same things every time, you know, and it's, it's well, well founded, uh, on this show, the things that we don't like, so we don't have to harp on about that, but, um, you know, it's, it it is really too bad not to see, uh, Pulisic because he's been, you know, the story of American soccer among many stories, uh, in American soccer over these last um He's red hot. Months. But we do get to see Dest, which will be great. We get to fully invest ourselves in the Dest experience because we won't be fearing that we'll get our hopes up. So 
so that'll be that'll be very exciting and um I'm I'm looking forward to having some two two very competent fullbacks. I think that that will be a, a big highlight and hopefully will will hold us in good stead. Uh I think of course we're going to see a and lot you're of refer- the... you and you're referring of course to Reggie Cannon. Uh or are you uh, referring I, to DeAndre I was referring Yedlin? to D- to Andre Diedlin but um yeah, I mean I I like Reggie Cannon too, but yeah. Yedlin has has been really growing into into his his own as a as a player, you know, maturing and um, and finding that that consistency that he's been lacking uh, throughout his career. So I'm excited to see latter stage Yedlin, you know, leader mode, uh, vet Yedlin coming. Vet Yedlin, DeAndre the Vetlin, um, and <coughs> to see yeah, Brooks back is great. And yes, yeah, so there's there's some highlights here, and you know, Canada at home should be a win. But um, I I. I feel like I can't lose because if if they win, that's great, and if they lose, at least it puts pressure on this this shambolic administration. You know what? That is the rosiest way that you possibly could have phrased that because it's true. Um, we we can't lose out here. Y'all can, Nats. Y'all can definitely lose this game, uh, but I'm not sure if Greg Burhalter can. Yeah, that's the that's really the story here because the the game is just kind of a backdrop for all this. <laughs> All, all yeah, of the, so, the the quotes and and like uh, furore. Just to, if I can, before we yeah, before we dive into that, can I just uh, just put it put a bow on the the fullback situation with the addition of Serginho Dest here? Um, you look at Dest, Cannon, and Yedlin. The idea that Daniel Lovitz or Nick Lima can start is. Um, is, oh. is just so absurd, oh. Oh. Um, but can absolutely happen. But right. I, I just, I just am feeling this. The what I mentioned, you know, in my dual, my split personality, my my side that's 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 uh, submitted to the Burhalter experience says dust incremental increase that much less likely that we'll see Nick Lima uh, out there. So, so your, your Stockholm ex- syndrome brainwash <laughs> my brainwash so. no it, it it's it's astounding but you you just have to remember that if we are down late and we need a goal then uh it's really important for us to have lovitz because he's like exactly the kind of player you want to have in that situation you can just, just break like, it open breaks it open yeah all right absolutely. so so let's get into it the man himself uh greg burhalter u.s soccer blah 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 says this is a must-win game blah 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 then yeah so agrees. greggy b says it's a must-win game yeah. Then then Ernie Stewart goes out of his way to ma- make sure it's clear that, <laughs> that Berhalter will not be fired no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just tripping all over himself. Wow. He's too busy. He's too busy to hire a youth coach of any yes. kind. Yeah, exactly. There's you know? there have been eight youth coaches have left the program in the Ernie Stewart era, and one has been hired. Including and, most of all, and this happened uh, since our last pod. Yeah, is Tab Ramos is out. Yeah, Tab Ramos so is out, and the, the, the only coach era, they hired failed miserably. So <laughs> at miserably. the U17 World Cup. The Tab era is over. The 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 person who's been giving us the most hope in this, this was program the one thing gone. that U.S. Soccer had going for it, and I I didn't realize this. In talking about Tab in earlier conversations, but I, I went back and reread an article from over the winter, and he said that uh, he wanted the senior job, and he was never contacted. 
regarding the senior job. It's just a travesty. It's just a travesty. Now, <laughs> no, okay, no conversation. So, no conversation. Not, not, not worth a, interviewing. Like the, not, one of the most successful yeah, youth coaches we've ever we, seen. We've got six <laughs> months to run numbers, uh, but we can't go down the hall to just nudge this guy and say, "Hey, we're thinking of you." So one more thing worth noting before we go back to talking about the big man, Greggy B, is remember that scout that initially was the only person talking to uh, Jonathan Gonzalez? Are you thinking of Hugo Perez or are you Hugo Perez? Of, uh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, a scout. Yeah. He's a coach. But well, so yeah, I just. Was, yeah, he was scouting for, for the U.S. at yeah. some point. Now he's not. And he's scouting for uh, the bad guys. For the bad guys, for fucking Mexico. So the one guy who was, and this this was like mentioned in passing on the illustrious Almighty Scuffed podcast, but I could not, long when I heard that, rain. my ears, yes. long may it rain, when I heard <laughs> that, my ears started to bleed and I, I my skin started to crawl. I cannot believe that we allowed this to happen. And I feel like it's it gets zero play, but it's a, it's a huge issue. Is it not? Am I wrong? It, it's a humongous issue. Yeah, it's the, the the best talent is leaving and the worst talent is getting continually promoted. It is. So it's it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, we can just we we have to go into kind of like met fan mode here and just redskin fan mode and just enjoy the the debacle a little bit and just kind of revel in that and you know, we'll we'll get we'll get a couple wins, maybe we make the World Cup. Everything's kind of gravy, but we're we're in it because why why are we in it? I mean, I I just I love the idea of soccer in this country, and I don't yeah. I don't necessarily care. Like I I want it to get big. I dream of it getting big, and I I dream of the U.S. winning the World Cup and all those things. And I want I want people to listen to this show because everything helps. Like the, uh, just the more attention that's paid, and the more we talk about it, and the more we enjoy it, the more successful it will be. But it has to just be about the journey, you know, not the destination. Because you're, sure. you're you're just going to go crazy thinking about all of the horrific, inefficient, and terrible choices that have been made over the last five years that have led us to this place. It's just yeah. so depressing. So let's go ahead and talk just one more time about the journey, right? Um, Greggy B, is he really not going anywhere? Because it's worth mentioning that, um, you know, general management tends to say that kind of thing right before dropping managers after they lose a game. Isn't that true? Is there, is I mean, there any angle here? Th- maybe there's an angle. That would be, that would be tremendous, but I, I don't know if I can give them credit for like advanced level you know, charisma D&D moves if there's... <laughs> <laughs> given the track record. You know what I mean? <laughs> Though, okay, here's, here's one thing. So I, you have to give some credit where credit is due for the Serginio Dest situation because right. that it, it he his his whole thing is his uh, line is that he followed his heart you know the US invested in him early and he picked awkward the US translation I had to go with my feeling <laughs> <laughs> I go with my feeling all the time so so you know that I I'm I'm sure that's mostly it but I'm also sure that conversations were were made were had right and and we we there was footage of uh of uh, Berhalter and Stewart in in uh, Amsterdam uh, to watch yeah. Dest play Champions League, and they you know they they must have must have had a, had some meetings and and had coffee and and uh, talked about what we would what we can offer as a program for for someone like him. Um, yeah, and I and I, I hope so. that suitable offers were made because you you gotta you gotta play the game. 
Yeah, and I think Serginho Dest is a little bit of a he. he, he it strikes me just no, know nothing about the kid aside from like you know twenty minutes of English interview and um, the way he plays soccer. But he strikes me as somebody who wants to be the star, an A star on a team, rather than to like fight for his place his entire life. Um, I'm wondering if that was the feeling, you know, like similar to my decision in, you know, for the majority of my 20s to leave New York, which, you know, was sure. was a similar feeling. Like I wanted to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond and that was really appealing to me. Um, do, do, do you think that maybe it's, that's part of this decision for, for Dest? Yeah, could have something to do with it. And, you know, the original thing that we had, posited might work in our favor is just this innate patriotism Mm -hmm. for for america for brand america and you know i ultimately that's that's probably why i'm here too i mean if it was just if it was not connected to this country i don't think i would care as much i care because i believe in this country and i see in the team i see the qualities that we possess as a country that's you know only occasionally come through in our uh, public life, but um, this is one way that that I get to kind of enjoy that feeling of of appreciation for my country in a way that I can't in other spheres because of bad shit that's happening, uh, and it feel it feels like there's there's sort of this platonic uh, perfect ideal of of America and when the team is playing well you know when Clint Dempsey is like thrusting balls into the net I mean there's <laughs> nothing more American than that you know a, the, a, a, the a powerful Texan thrust, thrust. <laughs> <laughs> if only if only we could have him back. but I, I love this country man I love this country and there's probably country. just something in him you know, some like formative experience you know with his with his that side of his family or some, you know, piece of memorabilia he had or a poster he had or something growing up that it just like stuck yeah. with him and it meant something to him to be a you part know. of something American. And that's, sure. that's, I totally get that. Sure. Hollywood, rap music. You know what I mean? I don't, we got, I don't we think got they're, the best. I don't think they're coming up with trap music in the Netherlands, you know? Not quite. I don't, I don't know quite. what he listens to again. I have no idea. But, um, you know. Uh, Try some trap music. <laughs> if not... <laughs> I mean, it's a good guess. Uh, and and the, the other aspect to this is, of course, loyalty. Um, he yeah. did not get picked up by the youth, you know, Netherlands teams. Um, right. And he did get picked up by ours. And I think that counts for a lot. Um, and when yeah. you contrast yeah. that I, to, I you know, Jonathan Gonzalez not getting as much love. He got a little, but not, not a lot right around the time of his departure. Um, yeah. It makes some sense, you know. You you can th- these youth call ups are meaningful and they they are formative. Uh, when you're when you're 15 and 16 and you get to put on a national jersey, that that's formative shit, man. You make right. those are your summer camp homies. You know, those right, are your friends. Right, right, right. When he comes exactly. on the, the field, and he daps matter. up Polisic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Champions that's League. that's that's an undervalued aspect of this because it's it, that's so much a part of your your existence as a national team player. Is you're just like you're on the field and you're training and stuff, but that's really a fraction of the time. And it's really, who are you going to be spending these, you know, days and days of your life, you know, every couple months with. And so if he, if he just feels comfortable with the U S and, you know, particularly this U S team with this young core guys who kind of, he can understand and they're similar 
uh, you know, sensibilities and like they use the same technology and stuff. Um, that probably yeah. makes a difference. And, and I could see it like the Dutch team is, um, they're a particularly fragmented team. You know, you, you never, it's, it's been a while since they've had like a really strong core that you could count on being there tournament after tournament. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's really, uh, it's really scattered at times yeah. with them. And they're, they're, they're obviously, they always have such high quality that they can make it through, but like that's, this is why they implode, you know? Whereas I think he sees in the U S what we all do, which is a, a group of four or five players who are outstanding, just world-class players who, you know, if things work, are going to, are going to do big things despite the coaching, you know, all of this, despite all the inefficiencies and all the, the, the mistakes that have been made. In spite of everything, it's it's things like our podcast that are emblematic of the success of this sport rather than I things agree. like our coach. Now, let's go <laughs> ahead and talk about Canada because that's what there Ka is Anada. on the docket. Ka'anada. Oh, Canada. Who are these people? Who are these people? these people? these people? So, obviously, you may or may not uh, be familiar with these people already uh, due to the fact that we recently played them. Um, but let's talk about them, you know. Uh, what's his face? Bayern Munich, homie? Fonzie. Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's the Alfonso Davies show. It really is. And and I so I made a claim that Dirt versus Mexico, Pulisic was showing that he was the best attacker in the CONCACAF region. Mm. Um, and in the in the past six weeks... He has justified that claim. Yes. I also made a claim that Christian Pulisic hasn't gotten better in three years, and he has proved that wrong. Um, well, he got better in the last couple weeks. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't just happen in a couple weeks, right? I he guess, must have been yeah. better than I realized. Um, and and so clearly he's improving, and that's great. Is he, after what you saw from Alfonso Davies in the last game versus Canada and any other bits and pieces you've seen of yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's, who's the better player? Oh... Toughy, I think toughie. I'll still. I think I'll still go for Pulisic, but um, All right. it's it's, it's close. It's close, and it's That's it's been close talking. I think there was a period where uh, Leon Bailey from from Jamaica was was ahead of both of them. The, one of the the down Pulisic year last yeah, year. Yeah, that's I, true. I think. That's true. He he got um, hot. He got Dembele yeah. hot for a second. Yeah. Oh, he was he was Dembele hot for a minute. <laughs> he Dembele hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I love it. I, I like you know there, there's a rising tide here, and uh, the fact that it's it, he's also an MLS player, you know. So so from him for him to go from he played MLS for from 16 to 18, and then went to Bayern, and then he's now starting for Bayern in Champions League games. That's a big deal for MLS, and and that can only mean good things for Americans. So I'm you know I'm looking forward to watching him for another 90 minutes. I hope he you know. Uh, nearly scores. Uh, I don't know deflection something. I don't know. Has a good performance. I'd like to see a good performance and and for the U.S. to win. But um, but yeah, he's he's fantastic. And then they have this this supporting cast around him uh, who are who are really strong as well. And they just seem to have a really good cohesive um, uh, fluid attacking style. Uh, I think especially on the road for them, uh, the the back line is going to be called into question more, uh, especially if the U.S. can get their act together a little bit. Uh, barely created any chances of note. I guess there was the, the Pulisic chance that he put at the keeper in the Canada game. That was kind of the big moment for the U.S. Um, 
but yeah, it just really wasn't much going forward. So there really wasn't much. Um, and it, so it, yeah, it, the frailty, uh, the psychological frailty of going to Toronto and it being a you know tough away fixture is at least countered by the fact that at where is it? I forget. Wherever it is, it Orlando, I think they're they're gonna feel like oh we're at home we should win we should be on the front foot and then yeah. it's gonna it's it's incredible it's it's like how how can you know cross crossing like fifty miles over the border turn you into like a shell of your former self you know but but yeah. that's how it seems to happen so yeah and then and we're gonna think that and then somehow the stadium is gonna be majority Mexico fans <laughs> somehow yeah <laughs> um, so what does the U S do in the case that we win here tactically what 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 happened? So we're so we'll. I'll get your dream eleven from this roster in a second. Let's start with the likely, you know, the likely Berhalter esque uh, scenario. Um, and what does that team, the Berhalter team, do uh, to win this game? Ugh. I have no idea. I mean, I I don't. I don't because I don't. I don't have a sense of what he wants to do. You know, I know. I know he wants to pass the ball. Uh, he wants his team to pass. You know, that's. That's good, I guess. That's not you know we we keep talking about the system and how the excuse for every loss is that we're refining this this mystical system. And I don't exactly I can't exactly tell what constitutes success in that system. You know, I early on we had this some some interesting stuff going on with the fullbacks and some interchange of positions and there was you know very clear thought that was going into the the tactics and it seems like it's it's breaking down a little bit so i guess all i will say is that if we are not lumping the ball up to to zardes or sergeant that's that's a victory and that would be at least a check for what berhalter has said he wants to do and something i think everyone would like to see a, a victory mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Although at this you know, point, I I definitely think the tide's turning on that one, and people would kind of like to see us lump the ball a little bit every once yes, in a while. Yes, yeah, that's true. People are really losing their patience on that pretty quickly. Yeah, um, which I think is is foolish. You know, it's there's there's so much of this reactionary, like with the U seventeen World Cup, for instance, that people are like people are just freaking out about it. It's it, the U seventeen World Cup has so little to do with the senior team. It's you know, maybe one or two of those players are ever going to matter for for the for the full national. Yeah. Team. Also, like, yeah. Let's just like, if we can, let's just go over to U seventeen land. So yes, for those who don't tangent. know, brief tangent. Those for those who don't know, they crashed out. By the way, lost four nil to the to the Dutch team in their, oh. in their third group <laughs> stage the, game. So not good. To Dest's uh, homies. Yeah, yeah. To to Dest's frenemies. Um, and and it it, it was bad it was bad they they looked bad they never looked good um uh, always looked bad always looked bad uh but here's the thing about that team like there's like there's like a lot of criticism for players like uh luca busio um even for a little bit for gio reyna uh coming out of this and i think that's really silly like just eye test like looking at this team it was a team that wasn't coached well, and there was some real, there was some real legitimate talent uh, that showed up on this team. A lot of these players I personally was seeing for the first time, so maybe that's like I, I'm somehow have rosier glasses or something. But mm-hmm. what I saw was a poorly coached team with about six, maybe five 
like real serious talents. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's solid for, for one generation. Yeah. You know? And you look at like the Senegal, the Senegal game where they, they actually dominated possession, played pretty decently for, for a large part of the game. And then it was just kind of like a flurry of like set piece and, and like flukish sort of goals towards the end. And they, they lost four one and it's, it, you can't really just call that a disaster it's just like they they didn't really know how to how to manage a game, you know, and that's you're going to see that from from teenagers. And and for me it's just like just stop stop taking big conclusions about senior man the senior team manager based on the 17s. Like I I don't understand that whatsoever. It's yeah. you can you can put some blame on Ernie Stewart potentially, but it's like what what's what's the goal of of wiki you know his goal is the the u17 coach like his goal is to prepare players for the senior team so you can really only judge him in five six years when those players are going to be integrated and it you know it made me remember back to the last time the u.s had the u.s had this exact pattern of um of results they had a, a loss in the first game actually to another african team uh, and then they drew in the second game, and then they lost uh, with you know the the chance, the slim chance of going through. They lost, and that was the Christian Pulisic year, where yeah, they yeah they, that was this it, was exactly the worst the same team results. since the Christian Pulisic year, which I yeah, think also yeah. had did it also have Tyler? It had uh, Tyler, yeah. So that so yeah. that team had had Tyler and Pulisic and no one else, and those two are going to be some of the best players the U.S. Yeah. has ever produced. So and, it, and it did not have Weston McKenney. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So and and so many. Yeah. yeah, it's like you have to remember that for every senior team player, there are two hundred U seventeen players who were at their level when they were seventeen. You know, it's it's just such a crapshoot. So, so don't you know? Don't freak out about the U seventeens. And and for, in my opinion, the reason to not is like first of all, don't shorten your life over you know teenagers' results. Uh, but Secondly, it the the more like freaking <laughs> out there is over irrelevant over things, the yeah, less yeah. attention there is paid to really significant things yeah. at the high level. You know, like the amount of corruption and and collusion yeah. there is between That's... MLS and Soccer United marketing, and all these things are you know pay to play, and like these are these are the big picture issues. It's not Raphael Wiki not getting a result. You know. So just to just to close the loop here on the U seventeens, um, I'm gonna go with my sort of I, I like I like trying to prophecy when I see these youth teams. Scally. Mm. Scally at Seattle Sounders. Swami Jurgen. Swami Jurgen's here right now. Uh, <laughs> Scally's overrated. He's he's gonna be one of those that doesn't happen. He's a he's an early bloomer. That's my read. And That's Luca Busio. Crickets. Yeah. Busio. Luca Busio is underrated. Busio, I give me some of that. Real deal. Give me more. Give me more. He's like the uh, U.S.'s so, Philip Lom in several yeah. years. Yeah, years. or what's what is he really? I mean, Joshua Kimmich. They're both a little bit more um, like heavy metal to me. He's, <laughs> he's a technician. He's like a, he's more an technical. artist. Okay, all right. He's all an right. artist. He's an artist. Um, I just, I just got the, I get, I see the sauce in the kit. How about, um, um, uh, Kobe? What'd you think of Kobe? I'm, I'm neither here nor there yet. I, you know, didn't have a, didn't, a lot of hype, didn't have a strong impression. And I thought, you know, Bello, Bello has been a lot of hype, a a lot of hype for Kobe. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going one way or the other on that one yet. 
but Bello, I think, you know, he had this like long ass injury. He had so much hype at one time, came back in this tournament. And I feel like no one's talking about him. He's, he's for real. He's, he's in the top five for this group without a doubt. He's like, a, nice. he's a big deal. Could be, could be. It's it's tough because like the the amount of people who actually hype or like who actually rate these players there's there's like five people you know so it's it's basically yeah, like yeah. we're just discussing uh, Adam Bell's opinions <laughs> and whether he overrates it. Yeah, uh, honestly true. Honestly yeah, true. Yeah, um, but they, I mean the U.S. has good players, right? Like the, yeah. <laughs> we don't have poor U. Seventeens. We we're we're in fine shape talent wise, and these. The, you know what's what's going to really determine the future of these these players is how much time they get uh, in in MLS or in uh, in Europe and how quickly they break into important teams and you know I I, I am on record that I think uh, Gio Reyna has more than a hundred minutes in the Bundesliga this year so and I think there's there are going to be others who who sneak up there and and surprise us as well and you know you look at some of the players like uh, like Busio for instance and he's played played over a thousand minutes in MLS at least. Um, and he's, you know, he's just getting started. So it's, 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 it's a new day. You know, the, 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 uh, opportunities are there for a 15 year old or 16 year old to actually make it into MLS rosters because they're seeing apropos of to get back to who are these people that an Alfonso Davies can, can fetch, you know, enough to fund your academy for a decade. So yeah. if they just yeah. hit on one of those players, then then, then they're good, and I, I, I that that's great. Like embrace that business model. You know, I think if there's anything that we can do as a country, it's discovering and exploiting business models. So I hope that I hope that our uh, our you know the the legacy of MLS is like figuring out how to profitably play the soccer game worldwide. You know, and take take advantage of the inefficiencies and like moneyball that shit. And in the process, that, that that will turn our players better. Yeah, it is all good. So no worries about that, although many worries about the no-coach situation. Let's get back to <laughs> yeah, USA. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a what's real a, problem. What's up with that? What's no up youth with that? coaches at the moment. Literally, people would volunteer to coach these teams. Just Oh, sure. Just call, just call Bells. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Call fucking Bells. Let's get Bells in and youth, you know, whatever, youth uh, coordinator. You know, let's have him be the hires. Um, okay, let's let's rein it back in here. Oh, let's I'm Gio down. Reyna this I'm back down. in. Um, uh, Gio Reyna is really good. Okay, we're back. USA, Canada. Um, what's your dream 11 here? Fuck mm. the real 11. Don't care yeah, about the forget real it. 11. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So, so let, let's go quickly. Dest, Brooks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, insert MLS fullback uh, center back here. Are you so so you're going not Tim Ream question mark? Uh Ream Brooks. I mean, I guess I could see that working. I don't really care. I don't really care. Don't really care. Don't yeah. really care. All and you similar. would be okay with seeing Zimmerman. I I don't know. I don't care. I think they're, really they're pretty care. much just right. plug and play. I'm I'm going um, Aaron Long. I think he's better than the other two. Yeah, yeah, I I could see the argument for Reem being that he, like there's a little dis, uh, diversity with him and Brooks in style, so like they can complement each other differently. Whereas like Long and Brooks, I feel like is like the same player, just Brooks is significantly better. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So anyway, it's one of those guys. Okay. I don't care. Miles Robinson, uh, please, and uh, and then yeah, and then uh, Yedlin Yedlin on there? the right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm good with it. Midfield, midfield at the three. six. 
Christian mm. Dan, Will Trap, Jackson Ewell. Those are our sixes. Do we have do we have two players who could play eight and ten? In, <laughs> yeah, that no, are not I'm just Weston? Um so I mean it should probably be McKenney uh Leggett Morales. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Leggett at the ten. Yeah, Morales. Yeah, Morales like, at the eight. Deeper. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I would actually Weston at the eight, but you know, whatever. I'm yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. Uh, that either way is fine. I think I think Morales uh, I don't know. I trust Weston more to make like a last ditch tackle. I like that. I appreciate that. You know, a uh, side note on Weston, um, had to had to emergency play center back for 10 minutes and then oh started at center back and yeah. in a win. And no, he, playing didn't it, he have to like emergency play for like 80 minutes? Because it. Uh, yeah, no, you're Salif right. You're Sané right went down. It, was, it was more, it was, oh. it was, but it was an injury, like emergency choice. And then he became the starter and, then and he he's just playing center back, starter. not badly. <laughs> like, he's, he's not amazing. great. He, he gave up a penalty kick uh, with his, with a handball, but I don't know if that, it was off of a free kick. I don't know if that counts as happens, center back. Yeah. Like he would have done that as a midfielder anyways, right, right, right. but he fucking is playing actual center back in the Bundesliga. It's ridiculous. That's he, not he like, can he can play any position. Just it's fucking not crazy. goalkeeper. Though we haven't seen him try goalkeeper. But we haven't seen him try. I would have said just not center back until three weeks ago. <laughs> until now. <laughs> every um, position. There's no like he either has played or very conceivably could play every position. That's it's amazing. When have we had a player like that? So you're you're good with that, Morales. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. I okay. I feel like Ewell has a shout there i think he's he's pretty strong but i think maybe maybe more for cuba i don't know like i'm good with you for cuba i'm fine yeah with it, i think he's I better at I, breaking a team down but I, I i really want some some muscle in there for uh for jonathan david and um davies yeah yeah and mckenny and legit can break a team down They've got they've they have ball skills. They're yeah, good. yeah, for sure. They're good. Yeah, I like the Jet at the not, time. I think they're that's, not that's spraying smart. in a quarterback fashion. Um, yeah, but they they can break a team down. And Morales is a is a is a warrior. He's like not a, he's not an incredible soccer player, but he's, he's he just a warrior. keeps keeps the team working. That's keeps all you on need. Keeping on yeah. that guy. All right, up front. Um, what do we got? It's gonna be Josh Singer, Sergeant, up front, and then. Uh, I guess Morris and Ariola. Yeah, is fine. it's got to yeah. be. How is it? Is it, how can it be that Christian Pulisic, you know, has to rest his little his little hip flex, his little hippy hippy, and <laughs> Ariola is like the guy. There's no one else. Is really no. He's really? the guy. Yes, he's he's the second best left winger in America. And that's actually true. Like I don't have like Tim Weah is injured as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Way is is just Tim, Tim Way by the way is in the uh Aaron Johansson perpetually injured category for me at this point. I'm I'm just pre- pre- uh preemptively putting him and Adams into the I never expect to see them again category. Yeah, yeah, it's Sorry kinda, to it's, tell you all, but that's where I'm at mentally. It's got to be and that And if way. if one of them comes back, I'm I'm just overjoyed you know i love them both they're they're wonderful players but it's just like when you when you have the two-week injury that becomes like a six-month injury i just feel like that's never good long term i looked up i looked up uh great players that have sustained serious injuries just to try to get some hope on this one 
Yeah. And they're, they're, none of them are like sustained muscle injuries. It's like Petr Cech, you know, with the cranium situation. With, what, yeah, with getting almost dying on the field. Yeah, that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, it's like broke. I mean, that guy's a legend. Um, but, it, yeah. but it's, 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 a, it's, it's a ankles of, and ACL yeah. and yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. It's, not, it's not these like inner groin. No, no one went out for a year from an inner groin injury and then came back and then to was be just like fine. A great player. Yes. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Yeah. yeah. But okay. So, All right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Jordan Morris playing great. Uh, you know, Seattle Sounders champion. Happy for him. And yeah, he's. he's I mean, he's he's okay. He's, he's okay. He's, I mean, he's had I'm he had the best year he's had in in since his rookie year. Yeah, and I so think he's, he's coming up. Speaking yeah, of, I mean, you know, yeah. Speaking Maybe. of people who have sustained injuries. Um, right, right, you know. right. Yeah. What was wrong with him? I don't remember, but... I think it was at ACL. ACL, okay. Well, that yeah, that's... Uh, that that narrative you understand. But, like, the, the equivalent is, like, the player who just, like, is out for two years from the ACL instead of eight months, you know? Yeah, And it's like, yeah. well, it wasn't ACL, but, like, the fact that you were out for two years probably means something in general about, like, the whole your whole, like physiological system and status There's, that's yeah, just it's sad, not a good it's sign sad, it's sad it's sad but it's it's a thing it's a thing so just um, you know mentally shall... detach now emotionally detach mentally now. and emotionally yeah. detach from that and attach to sir D- genio dust um, <laughs> yes and, exactly and and weston mckenney and hey move your meditation around, man. glow thought bubble over to sir genio <laughs> dust <laughs> yeah just remain there for a while um so let's let's close out on this note uh while while we're talking about Mm. jordan morris you talked about how the the upside is the sport growing larger in this country Mm. and i think Mm -hmm. that this final uh this mls final that we witnessed yeah uh represents that in a number of different ways okay so the first way is that the two hot new clubs atlanta and lafc Mm. Didn't get there. Take the that. biggest the biggest story in MLS, Zlatan, didn't get there. So in these playoffs, we had the the best sort of rivalry, local rivalry playoff match we've ever seen in yes. the MLS. And then we also had two great teams, exciting teams that have captured the eyes of the country lose. And then we still had a fascinating and exciting by you know, by many accounts, you, some I'm sure there are those of you out there who are feeling like this was a, a snooze fest, and I totally get that. It was for a long time. It was nervy. Um, but when you look at that Rio Dia, uh, uh, Rui Diaz goal, <laughs> and then Rio, when you look at Rio Ferdinand goal, Ferdinand, you look at that, Ferdinand Diaz. <laughs> when you look at that Rui Diaz goal, okay, and you look at that Seattle Sounders also, stadium, also, also, and when you look at my wow. phone blowing up in yes. real life. From people, musicians who don't follow soccer, uh, friends of mine in Seattle talking about this and hitting me up because they know I like soccer. This shit shut the city down. You know, it was a oh, big yeah. deal oh, in yeah. the city of Seattle. The, the the restaurants were fucking packed. It was a nightmare for for my restaurant industry people. <laughs> that is something like I've. This is new, and we've reached a new echelon where these two teams, Toronto FC and C, and the Seattle Sounders, have now met in the finals three times in recent years. And it's not as big as the story could have been if it was Atlanta and LAFC. So I think we're looking at an MLS that is. <clears throat> 
worth celebrating that they that say what you want to there's no promotion relegation it's like single it's single ownership or whatever there's it's it doesn't match the same calendar as everyone else like say whatever you want to say but we are you know we are moving young players on to Europe from this country that are doing well and we are we are putting on sporting events in this country in major cities that matter to those cities to yeah in some places and you know, the, I feel like the league just gets five percent better every year. Yeah, and they just, they, you know, the, you see it with the the newer clubs that have come in, the level that they've come in at. You know, being able, aside from Cincinnati, being able to to you know very quickly become competitive and and establish themselves in in new locations. And um, yeah, I mean, Seattle is just it's the perfect city for for that to happen. I thought I think they've made the two great changes they made are the single elimination playoff. Yeah. Uh, doing the, the break so that the playoffs just go and it's like, there's a break and then it's like three weeks of intense MLS action, you know, all the time leading up to a one-off final in the city of the most like, you know, theoretically the most likely team to win. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want. And, and if, you know, the the neutral field final and the two legged playoff situation they had for a long time was just like the worst way to end the season. It took it took yeah. two months, you know. It was like, and then you, and then at the end of it, you end up in December in in Toronto, and it's just it's just terrible. It's like, and and it it just loses all the the momentum that you have coming off of 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 a you know, maybe even a good regular season. It was just like who. Who has the time to to watch 180 minutes of you know Dallas versus Kansas City? You know, yeah, and it's yeah. So so they made a lot of good changes, and the the teams are exciting. There's there's a lot of great players. The thing that sucks though is that when you look at MLS, there are so few really good Americans. You know, it, mm. I've been I've been obsessed with uh, who scored lately because your boy Christian Pulisic is 16th in the Premier League on on who scored in a player ranking and That's um crazy. that is it's absurd and it's him and him and tammy abram tammy abram's a little bit ahead of him uh but That's those insane. two just lighten it up and uh and so yeah i've been i, would, I was like oh just gonna check out you know who how does how does who score to evaluate the this mls season and i don't think there's an american in the top 20 players so the That's the bad. the league gets better and better, but our Americans aren't really, and I think that that part of that is just is the best Americans going abroad, which is fine. Um, but you you'd hope that we have more stories like some of these late bloomers who come in and actually do become really exceptional in in that milieu. Um, yeah. But I yeah I, I enjoy watching MLS. I enjoyed watching the final. I think it's it's a really great league. I like. I I love seeing good soccer crowds in the U.S. and hearing about you know parades and cities shutting down and all that. That's that's music to my ears. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, all right, shall we do this thing? <sighs> Let's do this. All right, we're we're moving on to Canada. Join us afterwards in between Canada Cuba for the review preview. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stick mostly with the review. Uh, on that one, <laughs> but it'll it'll be fun to get no, together. Cuba preview is definitely a thing because we yeah, we'll have a to to preview the preview. We've had this concept of the away team for mm, for the long mm. since since Trinidad. We've been positing this idea that the U.S. should have an away roster. 
specifically designed to go to the Caribbean and get wins. Alfredo and that Morales, is not your best roster. Yes, it's Alfredo Morales. It's Aaron Long all day. I want Aaron oh, Long yeah. at every position. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want Paul Ariola Nips, like, as coach. It's, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> player, player, coach, Paul <laughs> Nips. Coach. The, the I want Jordan Morris to not team. even make the flight. Like, dude, don't, yeah, bother. Right. don't bother. Don't bother. Just right. go home, right. J-Mo. Go play Xbox, um, J-Mo. All right, cool. We got we got to dive into that. All right, <laughs> oh. real quick, though. Pre- preview to the preview after the review. Uh, does Nick Lima make the away team? No, no, neither team. Nope, no, no. teams. All right, got it. <laughs> neither team. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, just, I just love it. Uh, when I, um, when I, when I work so hard, uh, in a day on whatever it is that I'm mm. working on, that I end that day proud of myself. Doesn't oh. happen every day. Oh, I wow. tend to be a lazy bones. Uh, but you know what? I've had a few of those and they, they feel kind of cool, you know? After 16 hours in the podcast mines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watching, watching obscure, uh, yeah, exactly. Videos. German, German second division. Yeah, you're watching <laughs> Goethe first highlight reels. Yeah, let's be clear. This is not my job. Okay. Uh, I also love speaking of uh, having many hustles. You know, mm. I my my life went from having just one or two sources of finance to to having just a cornucopia of little ones, <laughs> and that's my existence right many now. Many small it's, cornucopias. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cornucopia of cornucopias. Uh, Mind and blown. It's, it's solid. It's solid. I'm into it. Um, and I also like metaphors for self-development, such ah. as finding yourself is like being a tracker in the wild. You got to be open to, to anything. You got to try stuff, and you have to be in touch with the unpredictabilities of nature and you have to <laughs> smell your own feces <laughs> you must urinate on your calves uh, <laughs> but i don't love any of that shit as much That's as just a I... little treat for all of you who made it to the, <laughs> the 55th minute of this one. Oh, thank you for being thank here thank you for being uh, here i love you shout us out on twitter if you mention if you mention uh smelling your own feces on twitter you get a peep nomination. Peep this is the easiest one we've you. given out, but seriously, like this man, congratulations! You're de- you're you're ride or die. You're ride or die yeah. for the Nats, and you're ride or die for us. And we love you. <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah. It is it is up. Shit in your hands and smell it. All right, I love you, and I love these Nats. Let's go, boys. Bye, people. Or don't or don't go. Whatever. Either way, it's or fine. don't go. <laughs> Must something. Decisive. <laughs> Decisive. Decisive. It's just, th- there won't be a decision made as a result of it, but it's decisive. <laughs> there will be a winner, unless it's a tie. Feces. <laughs> 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 All right, see y'all later. Shut it down. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people.